Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Osha. Let's start episode 171 of Ask Vidas and Osha podcast. Uh, today's question was sent by Alan. He writes, Hello Vidas and Osha. I'm thinking of going on this tour to Italy and Poland in 2018. I'm really not a very good organist, but would love to be able to get up close to some interesting instruments, and this seems to be a good way to do that. Do you have any thoughts or suggestions? Uh, we are uh, big fans of Italy, which is the really the only reason that this particular tour appealed to us. Uh, by the way, uh, this tour is uh, organized by musicalcollaborations.org and you can find the link to that in our uh, um, description of, of this conversation on the blog. Regards, Alan. So, Osha, he is um, in need to... Uh, to uh, our uh, advice, right? Uh, where could they go to Europe, right, to visit old instruments? What would you suggest first? What idea comes to you? Is it how you understood this question? Yes. I did not understand it in that way. He thinks that uh, that he needs our opinion if this tour is uh, worth going to, right? Or maybe we could have uh, some other uh, recommendations, right, of going uh, to European organ tours. Uh, first of all, maybe uh, he could go to, let's say, Bach Organ World Tour. Remember? That uh, Quentin and Mary Merrill Faulkner used to lead well, I understood this question completely different. I understood that... that uh, Alan? Alan, yes, that he loves Italy and he wants to see Italy. And that's why he chose this tour, because, you no, know, it's it's it will take part in Italy and a little bit in Poland, as exactly. I understood. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I don't think the Bach tour would work for him, because it would take place in Germany. Unless he loves Bach, right? Yes, but but I I see how why many people you know love Italy because it's a nice climate and good food, good wine, you know, and it's very nice. And how is it related to Poland and Italian well, culture? That, that's a good question, and it's these two countries are far away one from another. But actually, Poland and and Lithuania, mm-hmm. because at one time we had the the one country with Poland. Yeah, Commonwealth. Yes, Commonwealth country. So all this, you know, part of Central Europe and of Northern Europe were heavily influential, influenced by Italian artists. Especially the Catholic portion yes, of the Yes, yes, yes. And because Poland and Lithuania are you no know, Catholic countries, we have so many churches and palaces built by Italian architects. Mm-hmm. And all other, you know, appearances of Italian culture. 
especially it was prominent in Renaissance and Baroque, and not so much you know, later on, but, 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 but still you can see some spectacular cathedrals. And, and feel like you know you are in Italy, although you would be standing in the middle of let's say, Krakow or you know Vilnius. Mhm. I see. So it's worth going to such tours, right? If yes. You, if you like uh, uh, old cultures. That's true. And you know, Alan, since he wrote that he is not a very good organist, I think Italian tour would do him good because. Well, since Italy is a Catholic country, we did not have much of like a congregational singing, as for example, North Germany did. So the instruments usually are not as large, mm -hmm. and often does not have you know the pedal board, sophisticated pedal board, you know or many stops on the pedal board. So, you know, he can just pick up some manual pieces. Mm -hmm. And I think we would work very well in Italy. What do you think about it? Pieces from Fiori Musicali by Frescobaldi, right? Yes. Uh, pieces by other Italian composers Domenico Cipoli, or um, you know, maybe Epitocata Elevazione, slower movements, right, of the of uh, of the output that uh, like more well-known Italian composers like Merulo or or uh, even Frescobaldi himself wrote. Fiore Musicale is a great place to start, I think. Yes, it's a great collection of music. Um, and it has a lot of pieces, a lot of episodes. You can stop in any place you want. You don't have to play, uh, let's say, Kyria from the beginning until the end. You can stop after two episodes or after three, right? Yes. Because in those days, the Kyrie had nine parts, not three like today. That's true, but because, you know, it's all segmented, so you can play as many episodes as you want. Why it was segmented, by the way, and not uh, through composed? Do you think that it has to do something with alternating practice? I think so, yes. Mm -hmm. What does it mean? Well, when you play on the organ one verse of a, of a certain hymn or you know, another liturgical piece, and when choir or a cantor sings another one, and then again organ, and then again cantor, and so that's so-called alternating practice. Actually, it was banned later on. But mm. but it, it survived for many centuries. What's the reason behind this band, do you know? I don't know. Maybe, you know, compositions became more elaborated and took too long. I, I'm not sure. I I have heard that you know, story, but now I cannot recall it. Was it because um, Second Vatican, right, the council, 
or it or the first Vatican Council might be the first that people couldn't understand the words right when you play the organ in 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 between of the choral scola cantorum or choral pieces so they decided that uh, all the words have to be audible and sung yes does it make sense it makes sense yes I only don't remember was it uh, after Vatican two or after Vatican one well anyway um do you think that it was a good tradition to do alternate in practice? Yes, I, I like it very much. Uh, do you like it because you can rest between playing organ and <laughs> turn the pages and registrations for you yourself or for some other reason? Well, if you just think you know, of a long, long hymn, for example, like Veni Creator, mm-hmm. I think it might get so boring after a while and it's more interesting musically for me when you know it's done in an alternatum uh, isn't that the reason why in catholic tradition organ um, became less prominent when they banned alternatum practice because look now the choir can sing everything well, you know, organ was never so important in Catholic churches as was in the Protestant churches. Why? What's the reason, what's the deal with Protestant conception, concept? Well, especially when I talk about Protestant, I mean, especially, you know, Lutheran tradition. Right. Because, you know, in Luther, Luther loved the music himself. And he was a very high opinion about any any music, basically. And he himself, you know, created the hymnal. Actually, he wrote some 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 hymns himself. And some hymns he um, adapted from Gregorian chant. Yes, hymns, right. And some from I think German folk music. Mm-hmm. So that's why you know. Musical tradition in Lutheran Church was so rich, so much richer than in Catholic churches. Because, you know, there was congregational singing, the organ was very important, and all kinds of ensembles. Uh, in Catholic tradition, organ was just tolerated. Yes, yes. And today it is like that. Yes, right? <laughs> definitely. Especially if you try to play something uh, more advanced and more extended, uh, they always tell you, "Oh, it's 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 a concert, and the church is not the the place for concerts, right?" I know. And the repertoire sometimes it's so so bizarre in Catholic churches that you know it makes me sometimes laugh, sometimes cry. Uh, in our church, uh, Vilnius University, St. John's Church, they probably don't use the organ in services uh, systematically, you know, regularly, maybe on special occasions. But they have guitars and drums, uh, which they use more often. Uh, but from time to time, when those guitars and drums are away on vacations, they ask me to play the organ. And then, 
I play the organ as much as I can. And the last time I played, I remember the microphone was broken, so I even didn't sing, uh, you know, Kyria, Sanctus, and Agdus Dei part from up uh, from the balcony. I played everything on the organ. It was like a organ mass, and uh, you know, you know what kind of comment I received from one of the priests? I don't know. <laughs> that it sounded like uh, he was in Notre Dame in Paris <laughs> because I improvised everything of course um, to which I replied that was my intention of course uh, to show the uh, the bright side of this instrument what it can do without uh, attracting too much of attention from the liturgy right I, I only played uh, uh, in certain uh, parts of the liturgy, I never hijacked the liturgy. Didn't play in elevation, right? Didn't play in places where I didn't supposed to play. But wherever I could, I I showed the instrument to the best of its ability, and that's I think uh, our responsibility as organists. Yes, nicely said, Vidas. So and for Alan, just have fun, you know, and enjoy your trip to Italy and Poland, I bet you will see many very exciting things. And for other people who want to try historical instruments and immerse themselves in historical local cultures in Europe, uh, they could uh, uh, go to the to Netherlands, to France, uh, to Spain, to Portugal, uh, to, to Germany, right? To central Germany in the footsteps of Bach, to the north German of, of the footsteps of Buxtehude, let's say, and, uh, and other countries. The more you go, the more you discover, right, Osha? Yes. And the better um, musician you will become in general, I think, the more broad-minded. Sure. Organ world is, you know... So vast, it has so many different countries, so many instruments, so much variety. One closing idea uh, for Alan and uh, others. Uh, wherever you go, uh, make sure you uh, do some research which churches will you visit right in advance and contact local organists. In, of those churches via social media. It's so easy to find now everybody. In in six clicks, I can find anybody in, on earth, basically. And you can too. So if you contact a local organist and say, hello, I'm such and such organist from such and such country, and I will be visiting your church with this tour, can I please, you know, try try out and, um, and have an accent to this instrument or other instruments in town, maybe you will get this connection for a lifetime afterwards. That's possible. Okay, thanks guys. Uh, Osha and I am going to practice some organ playing and I hope you will do too because when you practice... Miracles happen.